Porter City presents Five Days Family Live Prayer and Fasting Theme Greater Grace The date is 30th of August to 3rd of September 2021 It's happening at Porter City Mutual Prom Pram And your speaker is The Prophet Nana Say Opokusakonye let me start by dealing with this one. Yesterday, I brought you to the place and I started talking about the fact. I was talking about symptoms of what? Selfishness. And, I, and what is the first symptom of selfishness again? Let's repeat what we have Immaturity is a sign of that. So, anytime that you are selfish, one of the symptoms you portray is that you are immature. And that means that the cure for immature is that is you have to grow in maturity. Is that right? How do you grow in maturity? Study the word of God. Pray. Fast. Seek the face of God. Get closer to God. Uh, in, I mean, marriage is such a way that two people that in harmony with god can be harmony with each other so do that what is the second one is it time conscious or what yeah time choices so the way you choose your time the way you spend your time don't just do a timetable without an equation for your family it means that don't just sit on the computer to work for eight hours and come home and continue sitting on the computer there is a place that you close the computer and have time for the family Taking your baby and putting on the slab, going to work with them, finding some times with them means a lot to solidify your matrimonial home. That means that it is not just about you. You know that you have work to do, but because of other people are in your life, you have put them in the equation. So time choices, the way it simple means the way you choose your time, there must be a, a place for your family. What is the next thing I spoke about? Oh wow. The Lord help Africans for that. That you have to live and be sensitive to the person you are married. The only way to get sensitive to the person you are married is that you, you have knowledge about the person you are married to. Are we talking? So, uh, we, we, we talk about insensitivity and then we come to the place. What's the last one? Stubbornness. So, all these things are symptoms of immaturity. There might be more, but this is the strongest one I thought about. So, when you are stubborn, you are immature. When you are insensitive, it's a sign that it's not that you are not going to heaven, but you, are not, you have no groom. So, I don't expect you that the state of your marriage last five years is going to be the, the same way five years after marriage. It must, it must, it must get better. Amen. I say it must get better. It should be able to get better. Hallelujah. If you fail yesterday, you should be able to pass next time. So, that is it. And I'm talking about the father. So, I came back and I said that, well, I gave you what I call the symptoms of what? Selfishness. Is that right? And I spoke about the four at least I gave you four. I didn't want to bother with too much. But I went home yesterday night meditating. I said, no. It's like taking somebody to theater and cut the person, repair whatever is the place, and you didn't show the person up. So it will not be good for me to talk about the symptoms of insecurity. And not show you the road to recovery. So I'm going to give you about three roads to recovery from sins. That means that if I'm living in, 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 in what is called selfishness, what is the road to recovery from selfishness? Eh? Now, the major thing that work and take you out of selfishness is to walk in love. That's what it is. And love simple means that I spoke about the fact that when you are selfless, you think about the other person more than yourself. I think I gave you a, a, a lot of scriptures about that yesterday. Do you remember? I gave you scriptures. What is the major scripture I gave it to you if you remember? Uh, Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Do you remember? I gave you that scripture. 
that I gave you from first one from NIV version, if you could remember, Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, from the NIV, I said that do nothing out of selfish ambition, if you remember the scripture, or vain con- conceit, but in humility, consider what? Others better than yourself. So I elaborated on the fact that when you marry, your, your, your goal is the betterment of the other partner in every area of it. So, if you come to that place, then you are, you, are, you are being delivered from the spirit of selfishness. In sex, it's not your orgasm that is the goal, it's the person. In, in shopping, it's not about what you want, but the person. It means that if even I can buy things for myself, I should be able to buy more things for you. In eating, everything. So, the Bible is trying to tell us that do nothing of selfish ambition. How many things? Nothing. It means that in every area of your life, be delivered from selfishness. And that is the only way you live and make impact. Nobody make impact living by themselves. The only way to make impact and affect your generation is to live for others. And so, for a marriage to work, Every party should be able to work out to live for the happiness and the joy of the others. My wife's joy is my concern. My husband's joy is my concern. Oh, we are trying to have sex. But my aim is not just me getting satisfied. I am aim at trying to satisfy you. You are aim at trying to satisfy me. Then we have heaven on earth. And that's what we are talking about. And I, and I brought you to the message Bible. The message Bible put it in a way that I love. I love to read different translations. Don't push your way to the front. It's means that don't try to only think about yourself and get to the place. Don't sweat talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. So the only way marriage works is that you put first yourself aside. Huh? Oh, I love this thing about Christ. Who be in the form of God, taught him not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. It's not that God made him, he made himself. So it's a practical choice. Jesus decided that I have the right to work for myself, but I'll make myself, I'll step down and God will step up so that I can win others. Am I preaching at all? Amen. So he made himself, so, and help others get ahead. What is the road to recovery from selfishness? I've talking about love. And in the morning, I spoke about, it depends. I, I quoted Dr. Mas Moro said, marriage should not depend only on love, but it must be based on knowledge. And I came to the place to say that even love itself must be based on knowledge. When we say love, what is your knowledge based about love? How do you understand love? And you go back to the Bible. The Bible, the only one that can answer the question. Love is patient. Love is kind. I brought you to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verse number 4. And I explained the biblical context about what love is. Love never gives up. So this one is the message Bible. The message Bible says love never gives up. But when you go to the New Living Translation, it will tell you that love is what? Patient. So patient people don't give up. That means that I know all your faults. There are certain weaknesses in you that are married. Now, let me warn you and let me say this in authority. You can never marry anybody on earth who doesn't have weakness. There is, whether it's apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, you have weakness. Sunday, I'm going to, then Sunday, I'm going to share practical things. Now, watch this. We have weaknesses. Marriage is not two perfect people coming together. Now, sometimes your weakness is my strength. It does not mean I should use it against you. That's right. 
And so that your strength is my weakness. It does not mean you should use it against me. So the fact that you see this particular fall in me does not mean you don't have your one. You have your own one. Everybody has a way. That's the way God planned. That's the way God has created us. No matter how good you are, somebody is always better. And so the point is that you cannot marry somebody who is a perfect person. I don't want to hear that kind of. I don't want to hear that. That I'm looking for Mr. Perfect. Which one? <laughs> Prophet chapter 31. Something there bothered me. He said, A virtuous woman who can find. It means they don't exist. I asked the Lord, why did you put it there? If they don't ask, it's okay. That thing you read, the virtuous woman, it is in your mind. Mm. Put Proverbs chapter 31 mm. and get me from the scripture. When he started talking about the qualities of the, of the, I just want to get that verse. Where, where the Bible talks about the qualities of the, of the virtuous woman. And I want to show you something. Start from where he said, a virtuous woman who can find is in a King James version. And I want to show you something. And the Bible starts talking about the qualifications of the virtuous woman. And he said, nobody can find. The first question he asked that, who can find? Who can find? Now, in the first place, you have to go and search. Mm-hmm. Number two, that virtuous woman, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Give me the New Living Translation. Let me see something. I want to see something from the New Living Translation. Who can find a virtuous and a capable wife? He is more than, he is more, he is more precious than rubies. Watch this. Watch this. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his wife. I don't want to divert from where I'm preaching. But he gave the, quali- the qualities of who is a virtuous woman. And he said that who can find. This is her explanation about who is a virtuous woman. So when I go and marry mommy, I have in my mind who a virtuous woman according to the standard of my thinking. My upbringing. Where I am coming from and where I am going. The things I have seen and the things I have not seen. So when you put all the men here together, everybody's definition for virtuous is different. Come on here. You don't understand what I'm talking about. No. Are you getting what I'm talking about? If you go and marry the same way, I told you yesterday that I think this guy will overlook, but it will be a concern to me. There are things I overlook, it will be a concern to her. So, in a virtuous, when the Bible talks about virtuous woman, it depends on which angle you are looking at it from. So, the word virtuous woman, that's why the Bible says, who can find it does not exist. Whatever you have in your picture about who is a virtuous woman, you have to work it out in the woman. It means that in Christ Jesus, maybe I want a prayerful woman, but God necessarily, because there's something about God. If you study him carefully from the book of Genesis, he doesn't give us a finished product. That is why in creation, he didn't give you a chair, but he gave you a tree. So created a chair from the tree. No, 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 no. You are not getting what I'm saying. So God doesn't give you a finished product. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So now, if I married a woman is not a prayerful woman, and my definition for a virtuous woman is a prayerful woman, then I must bring the prayer out of her. If she's not a woman who doesn't know how to cook, then I must teach her the kind of food I want her to cook for me. And so the virtuous woman does not exist. It depends on what is in your mind. And you cultivate it from her. Now, let me give you another thing. Let me give you another thing. One of the major ingredients a woman needs on earth is not a husband, it's a father. Women never stop being fathered. Never. Never. That is why one man of God said no woman wants to go to work. 
No woman want to go to work. The fact that they go to work doesn't mean they want to go, they want to go to work. Do you know why? They were not built for that. A helper does not work. No, this one, today, I will take you to another angle. Huh? We are the ones who have made them the way God didn't make them. And what we make things the way God didn't make it. That is why God waited for Adam to do all the work in the garden before he brought Eve. Adam finished naming the animal before Eve appeared. Eve never came to do hard work. A woman is not built to work hard. He is only built to support what you are already doing. So listen, the most frustrated thing you give to a woman is to marry her and do nothing. Today you hear things and you wish that you won't come. So, before a woman arrives, make sure you are doing something so that you come and help you do what you are doing. Every woman, no woman, let me, say, let me tell you this. What the woman needs is a father. And the reason is because the man did not come from the woman, the woman came from the man. And God put Adam into sleep and cut his rib and pulled the rib and created Eve. So Eve came from Adam. That is why in a wedding ceremony, watch this. This is the one marrying this guy. This guy is standing at the altar. Another man, this guy, this is his father. Who came his father in the hand? And the father is coming. And it means that this father is saying that I have father her to this point. I'm handing her over so that you continue to father her. So one father hands over to another father. So until you father your wife, you can never make her happy. This is how it works. So he said, leave your, you the father. And listen, nobody can father living in his mother's house. And his father's house. So a man will leave his father and mother and go and father another woman. So it is built up in you that in the wedding they ask, who give this bride into marriage? It is a common thing. Spiritually, what they are trying to say is that I have father her from infancy, but because she shouldn't live without a father, now my assignment of fatherhood has ended. I am handing her over so that you continue to father her. So this lady is my soulmate, my sex partner. But in psychologically in my mind, I must also look at her as my daughter. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Unless something is wrong with you, it's difficult to beat your daughter to death. It's difficult to maltreat your daughter. It's difficult. Oh my, I feel like preaching this thing. It's difficult. Sit down, guys. Sit down, guys. And the reason why you are, none of us will do that, I'm telling you. I have a soft spot for my daughters. I, have a, I don't think I've ever touched them. I've dealt with an alchemy in a very strong way. But I've never. It's, it comes natural. I have a certain soft spot and connection with them. I don't want to see them pain. I don't want to see them go through any kind of pain. I remember one day, one of them was a little guy. He shouted, his mother is going to buy something. I ran away from the bathroom. Huh? Naked, trying to find out. And I come and hey, I said, hey, what's happened to you there? No, he's a man, I understand. So naturally, what the woman needs is that the reason we are failing the marriage is that we have not seen them as daughters. This is very spiritual. 
I wish I can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. That is why when you go to where civilization is, it is built in them to call their wife baby. It's built in them. Hi, baby girl. Hi, baby girl. So, if, if it's in 10 years, baby, everybody who has daughters want to see them happy. You want to see them do well. You want to direct them. You want to guide them. You want to set leadership by example. You give them direction. You are concerned about where they go. You direct them. You make sure they don't get into bad friends. And it is built up. So, what a woman needs is a father. And women never stop be father. And I saw commonly that even in the church, more women call me daddy than men. That is why, listen, they never stop calling you daddy. They naturally join their children to call you daddy. Because matters you are calling, your children are calling you daddy. They also know that spiritually they must be father. I have seen mommy talk to people whether it's the workers in our house or drivers he say daddy told you to go here daddy he has never said another said told you to go here so he joined them because that is the way god has made it so you see when eve ate the fruit god didn't bring sin to the world he was expecting his father not to eat it and God gave the instruction to the father and not to the daughter. These are all the things in the Bible. I pray that God will open our understanding. I understand why Solomon said, without that, they can get understanding. Honey, if you start fathering your daughter, you treat her the best you can. I'm telling you, you will cherish her. Her pain will be your pain. Her depression will be your depression. Because she's not just... You, 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 you know within you that you are fathering her. Sometimes I teach mommy as if I'm teaching my daughters. No, girl, this thing is not help you. This thing, you have to change it. This and this and this. I don't think it's going to be good. If you don't stop doing this, this is where it will take you. And that's the same thing I tell her daughter. Because in my subconscious, from the spiritual perspective, she's still a daughter. No, 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 no. So the day his father passed away, it is in my spirit to give the father a befitting burial. Whatever best I can do. Some of you are the funeral because I knew, and I remember I told her, I said, don't worry about that. The old man go, you have another father here. And whatever your father was doing for you, I'm there to do it for you. And I can even do it more. Subconscious, subconscious, subconscious. Now listen, if your wife father died and she's still crying, it is you are not treated that way. It means you have never fathered her. It means that you have never been responsible in your duty. So this whole thing is not a ceremony. There are many things you do and you think it's a ceremony. It's not a ceremony. Now watch this. Give me candles. Give me table. Let me show you something. Living and cleaving. I went to a place and I saw something that watch this. People do this thing. This is what is going to bring me to my next commandment. But I will show you this one ahead of the commandment. And when I get there, I will tell you. Hallelujah. Some people go to some churches and they do it. So, 
marriage couples. Can I get two couples here? If nobody can, Francis, you and this guy come. I'll keep you soon. My next commandment is, thou shalt have no strings attached. First commandment, what is that? Thou shalt be selfless. Now, commandment number two, I'm going to pause on that and detour and come and talk to you about road to recovery. But I want to show you something because I'll forget. The Holy Ghost has brought it. Thou shalt have what? No strings attached. It is connected from the book of Genesis. That without, I told you yesterday that Adam and Eve was in the garden. God instituted a marriage, established it. And God said that now a man will leave his father and mother and be cleaved to his wife. And the first couple he's talking to them, none of them are parents. <laughs> when God was saying that a man will leave his father and mother, if you are there, you will not even understand what he's talking about. Who is Adam's father? Who is Eve's father? But whatever comes out of God must become a universal law. So if you go contrary to that, then that is what it is. Now, the candle on the left in the wedding stage, this, some people practice it, belong to this lady. The candle on the right belongs to Francis. Eh? So get, blow this candle up. That is a wedding. He blows it. The candle is there. Huh? That means that from today, my singlehood life is there. Francis, blow your own up. Huh? It's there. Two of us used to have individual candles. Now, it is there. Then the two of them must light one candle. Hold it, light it, press it and light the bigger candle. So, the two, the two smaller candles, the two smaller candles has become what? They were separated before they came, became one candle. And what God has joined together. Let no man. Let you know, man. Now, listen. The reason why some marriages, the single candles are still burning, is that one person has left. Oh, Jesus. Some of you have left physically, but you have not left emotionally. You have not left psychologically. You have not left even what I call willfully. It is like God. He succeeded in taking Israel out of Egypt. But he couldn't succeed in taking Egypt out of them. So a little friction. Then they start talking about cucumber. We wish we are in Egypt. And the reason they talk that way is that Egypt has never come out of them. So it's not enough for me to take you out of a village. I must take village out of you. It is not enough for me to take you out of poverty i must succeed in taking poverty out of you what is the problem here many men has left their father physically but they've never left emotionally they've never left psychologically and i can tell you one of the distortions of marriage is interference interjections of parents and the reason it doesn't work is that watch this watch this 
when I marry my wife, if both parents try to make decisions for us, the marriage, there's no way it's going to work. Because the generation in which we are getting married is totally different from their generation. There are certain things I can counsel my children about. But by the time my daughter is about 25, 26, 27, getting married, whatever time God has ordained for her, his state and generation of the marriage will be totally different from my time. I was encouraging you this morning that a whole year, 365 days, make a particular time for vacation when you are married. And you don't need to travel to abroad. It can be a very nice place like Ada or Akosombo or Sugakope or Busia Beach. That that time you have put aside job and you have put aside all kinds of things and you have time. Maybe my mother's time it was not necessary but now. <laughs> sit down, sit down guys. Are you getting the picture now? So, some people, eh, they are, unity candle is not burning. If you see the candle is off, then she said one person has not left. Or he left, but he has gone back to light the individual candle. That is where separation comes. And it leads to divorce. I can tell you about authority. If you are mine here, and your mother is going to decide who you marry. And your mother is going to say, I don't love this girl. How can your mother know what you love? God didn't create us for another person to love what I love or know what I love. I cannot even tell. I look at my son and Akwame. All the food I like, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like to eat. He just doesn't like to eat. His food is cereal. Do you know that boy can eat cereal for one month? As his mother, tea, milo, cereal. These are the things he eat. Me, banku, and pesie. These are the things I eat. That is what it is. He tastes. I look at him and say, he tastes totally different from my taste. My daughters, some of them the same thing. My house, I don't eat fufu. Mommy doesn't eat fufu, but Nana Joa fufu is his favorite food. Where he pick it from, I can't tell. I cannot know. God didn't program in you to choose a taste for your son. He didn't give us that. It's not in us. And let me tell you something. If your mother chooses a partner for you, she will die and leave the partner for you. And you will suffer. Because your mother cannot tell what you love. Don't tell me that they sent a man to choose a wife for Isaac. Okay. When Cain married, which woman did he marry? God has not changed. Man has not changed. But the relationship between God and man has changed. In Abraham's time, you were, you were permitted to marry your half-sister. Because of the population. So whether you like it or not, along the line, Cain married somebody that he came from the same line with. Because God started with two. There was not only some, anybody where. 
who marry anybody at that time, but not now. So there are things God has said. The Bible says in the days of ignorance, God overlooks. But now, where we are now in the generation, it is a sign of selfishness and immaturity for your mother to say, I don't love this girl. But you know that this is what you love. You are not even a child of God. I am questioning the authenticity of your knowing the spirit of God. My mother couldn't have chosen this girl for me. Never. Never. How would you know my taste? Love is a spirit. How do you meet 10 million women, 1,000 women, 2,000 women, 5,000 women, but your heart gets towards one particular person? Only God can explain. Some of them were more maybe pretty than her. Some of them were taller than her. Some of them were even nicer. We were making advances, but your heart didn't go after them. But there's a particular one you saw. And the moment you saw her, you started having sleepless nights. It means that love is spiritual. I'm preaching. Let's address it. We'll come to that commandment. I can only cancel my children, but I cannot make a choice for them. Make your choice and live with your choice. I choose my wife, I'm living with her. I cannot go back to God and complain. I cannot go back to God and complain. The only prayer you can praise is, Lord, lead me. But God never chooses. He says, he that finds, you search and find. Search and find. I don't want to hear all the immature bagaboo and all kinds of tongue wagons about how to choose a wife. That I'm praying that God will give me a wife. God will never get it for you. No. The first person God chose a wife for him, the person complained that the woman you gave me. From that time, God said, I won't make a choice for anybody again. Make your choice and live with your choice. So, whatever you choose, be ready to make sure that you are living with that choice. Now, let's come to the place and talk about road to recovery. There's something we call feelings love. So, if you are getting out of selfishness, it must start with what is called feeling love. What is that love? Feeling, 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 bear me or feeling me. It's failing. Look at somebody say failing. It is the love that started. I, 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 I was in a church. Let me tell you feelings love. It's love at first sight. It has a strong attraction. You look at a woman, something begins to run through you. It can be a video. It can be whatever you watch. That feeling love is what you love. What does this Christian relationship? Let me lay a little foundation. So I meet a girl in church. And he's just around, walking around in Global Revival Ministry. And he's just a simple girl walking around. And I saw her. And once a man sees you and he loves you, it will register in the mind. There's something about this girl that gets attracted to me. Now, one, two, three moves you make, the woman will know that you are coming. So there are moves you make. Eh? That is why it is immaturity for you to propose to a girl for her to bounce you. It means that you are not, you are not mature and you are not smart. There is a place of smartness. I have a problem with guys who said, I said our mother and he didn't agree. It means that you are too much of a villager. <laughs> no, because there is a place eh, you can bring a lady. That's why we have something we call dating. So it started with friendship. I didn't know you. I just met you at church. But as for me, in my mind, by the time I make the move, my mind has already told me something. I have fixed something in my mind. And then I come around, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, what's your name? And this, this, this. The person, and then you start. Okay. So, first day, you'll be seeing around. But the first day, second day, during the program, oh, you, the moment you close, they come and find you. Oh, how are you? Today, you came later. I was looking at you. How will you go home? Okay, let me give you a lift. 
He lives in Pram Pram. She go and drop you at La Paz and come back to Pram Pram. If a woman will say no, you, you should tell. It's there. So it started there. And the feeling love is where you started from. You go there and then you die. So you get close to her. Sometimes you go and visit her. And you are there. She knows. And listen, you will know the response from her. That's right. There are two responses. There are some of them, they are not too sure of you based on their past. So they will behave like they are not interested. But even then, you will still know that it's standing 60 40. So I must work the 40 to cover. So that I bring it to, oh my, I want to it. When you start and the response is about 10%, then you have a long way to go. For instance, you should be able to meet again and ask her, how are you? And you should be able to find out whether somebody is in his life. And you should be able to practically see that the person is there. You should be able to find out. Don't just go there in the name of love. Go there with friendship. Today, the way you start the whole thing is even carnal. The carnality is too much. No. It is, can I make a statement here? Marry your friend. Marry your friend. Marry because along the line you will need it. Pastor Martin, I'm going to come back to your question that you asked that I said I'm going to answer. So everybody, come to the place and look at somebody and tell the person, feelings laugh. (laughs) I can remember what I felt when I first fell in love with mommy. I was living in a house with some pastors. All the pastors say, Nana Bibi, yo. I say, I saw for Bibi, yo. Because this is not me. I am in Newtown, one o'clock midnight. I am looking for truck, truck coming. I go and start. One day, I was, there was a phone booth in Odoko. And I, when I go, all my money was buying phone card. Because she has a phone in her house, landline, but I don't have. And where from my house to where the phone booth is about 150 meters. And then I walk there. Then sometimes when I go there, I put it inside. 150 units. Then you go there because I'm there. Because I'll be speaking for one hour. If it's a coronavirus era, all those phones will not work. Thank God. Feelings love. Unfortunately, along the line of the matter, we killed our love. That feelings love. It is the love that makes you want to go and see her off. It's the love that makes you drive and go and drop somebody at La Paz and come back to Pram Pram. It is the love that makes you live in Committee 25. Your church is Porter City. Your fiancé is at Adenta. But you wake up 5.30. Go and bring her from Adenta. Drive her to church if you have a car. Let me tell you something. It's, it's good to court without a car. <laughs> Those who have a car, they are caught. They are really buying petrol. <laughs> Can I have a witness here? Look at the man that you see that he is suffering. Feelings love. I was fetching water for my wife. Oh my. I have no pair cadet without starter. Jesus Christ, I went to buy gallons. One day, I went to uh, we call some place uh, uh, Kokombe. 
and they said these empty drums and I went to buy and I was washing the drum because our place has got water but their place they don't have water and I was and the pastor said now the problem is oh, me, me, I'm going to use it for something <laughs> so I fetched the water blue gallons yellow gallons fair manga and I'm off who I'm there feelings now it make you become a house help it helps you to become a house help it helps you to oh don't stop me because you will need it along the line see sitting here is the truth it is the truth it is the truth the reason your marriage is sinking is that you have dropped that love it is the love that is leading you to take the woman to the altar everything if it's a genuine one like the one i'm talking about whatever he demands you are ready to meet it if you don't have it even if you don't have money you serve yeah. oh you serve feelings love it makes you hold your back when opportunity to go to program together it was not a designer bag but i was not shy to hold it no togo togo bag but you are holding it sometimes it's a lega it was given by a senior sister then you are holding it feelings love it is the realm oh i'm preaching don't stop me don't stop me don't try to stop me feelings love it starts from there it is the road to recovery from selfishness nobody will walk in that road and still walk in selfishness so love doesn't start from it moves from one level to the other so you start with the feelings love that is the love that makes you want to take a woman to the that is the love that that make you give yourself pet names now listen at that level of love mistakes are not counted if it's a genuine one no unforgiveness don't work bitterness don't work no step on my toes until my more remove oh it's okay i'm fine no when it's feeling love there is nothing like anger there is nothing like resentment you are okay no matter how it is presented you are fine road to recovery from selfishness this is what it is amen some of you know what i'm talking about but that love is dead it's dead you have killed it it's not from there it's dead you've killed it completely amen, amen. it is a love that make you stand behind them and when they have rasta now the rasta need here practice now they bought oh boy and the son have you seen now we're here you are just creating a romantic atmosphere you are just supposed to the rasta have you noticed it yes. now we're here now we're now oh then now we are no son son no son but another one no son no but another one now we're oh can i show you feelings love watch this this is her house this is your this is the house of your girlfriend feelings love you don't have a car so this is the throttle station feelings love in the context of my teaching it's about 200 or one kilometer two kilometer feelings love said that you have gone to visit her come and when you visited her this is her house she must come and lead you to the throttle station 
So she leads you to the throttle, says you are talking, and then you are going, and then you are talking, and then you are going. Are you remembering what I'm talking about? You come to the throttle station, and the first throttle is there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you are not answering. Oh yeah. Madam, madam, oh yeah, you are not answering. Then he said, Are you going to go? I have to go and see you off. Then you see her off. Feelings loud. You bring her to the house. Then he said that, hey, so are you going to go alone? She also continued to go and see you off. If you are not shouting, you are not a Christian. Either you have never courted before, you don't understand what I'm talking about, or you don't you, you are living in a Jupiter, you are not in this world. Feelings loud. Feelings loud. At that time, you don't care about time. The way I'm preaching that you are watching time, that time, time is not necessary. You live in eternity. Time is not necessary. It is a feeling love that brought you from time to eternity. I am going to ask you a question now. Where is that love? In the marriage now. So we will come back to where Dr. Mas Moreau is saying that it must start with half, but knowledge must be added. Knowledge must be added. Because when you move from feelings love, it comes to friendship love. Friendship love. It means that after the feeling love, now we have gone to the altar. You have become like a friend. Friendship love. Friendship love. Some of you will challenge me that I could have put friendship love first before feelings love. But those times, the friendship love don't last. Because sometimes, some of you, by the time I see you and I make my mind, I am going to tell you I love you. So that it takes two weeks and I've proposed. And in your generation, sometimes 24 hours. So we can never put it before. When we put it in the context of my teaching, it will fail. Because we don't become friends for long before we get married. Some of them is a distance marriage. There are people here, their fiancés in California. Yes, the only time they talk is in the phone. And it's difficult to know people's character on the phone. Yes, wow. Feeling. So, in the feeling love, it becomes like a magnet to you. Magnet. Somebody say magnet. Hey. Love at first sight. Everything she wears is nice. You don't care. Everything she wears is nice. You see her, whether the dress is nice or not. His brother to her Atadeben Ashi, Washi. The brother say now Atadeben Ashi even awoke. But when you see her, I like your dress. Compliment. Compliment. Feelings love. Feelings love don't criticize. Feelings love overlooks. Feelings love don't keep records of wrongs. So, for selfishness to leave you, it must start with feelings love and it must enter friendship love. So, at a certain point, eh, she is not just feeling, but she has become your friend. I can tell you about authority. Mommy is like a friend. So, all these things about. Uh, there is a question somebody asked. Pastor Mati, can you repeat the question for me? If you only you store it, maybe you have let it go. But it was talking about something. Do you remember? Did you store it somewhere? Yes, sir. Yes, what is the question? I don't, mm -hmm. I don't feel too attracted to my husband these days. Uh -huh. What can I do to revive the attraction? I don't feel too much attracted to my husband these days. Now, the cure for that thing is the friendship love. Oh. 
because the challenges of marriage there is a certain point that naturally the attraction sees it depends on what you are dealing with it's a coronavirus time company is falling Things are not coming the way it says you were about to, just about to win some major contract and suddenly there is a virus and because men want to score points you are thinking about how to revive the company now jobs are not coming and the worst thing that will happen to a man is when he can't take care of his family she's not happy he's not a happy man and then she's working how to get things done at that time he can lose appetite for sex and at that time the failing love can dissipate the failing love can die but when the failing life go friendship love must take over so the feeling love doesn't go permanently it goes temporary but till it comes back once the feeling love is gone it makes sex don't come the way it used to flow because the man is dealing with something psychologically because of what he's dealing with even the sex because a man must look at you it must come to his mind because he descended to his waist oh don't stop me i don't like the hypocrisy that is the bottom line that is what it is a, a man is moved by what he sees so he sees it and then he moves that is why a lot of men watch pornography even though it's evil and it's demonic and it can kill you so that is what it is but from that point the friendship love to take place and the friendship love should sustain the marriage that means that what this girl is saying and the question is asking it shouldn't bring friction you should understand the situation and if you have ever worked in feeling love questions will be asked and answers will be given hey boy man these days you are not coming what is going on girl i don't know what is happening to me oh, pray for me i think this business thing is affecting me but just pray for me i'll be fine and then you are working at it you are working at it now listen it is difficult for friendship love to cause separation and divorce because friendship love leads you to another love and that realm is the realm when you enter divorce is out of the equation it is called forever love Feeling love, friendship love, forever love. One of them in the Greek is Philos, one is Eros, one is Agape. When you come to the place of Agape, your heart is fixed. You don't get attracted. If you see a man that has a wife and is squeezing another woman's breast, it means that feelings, love, and forever and friendship, love is dying. Can I, can I tell you this, boy? It's difficult to hurt your friend because there's a friend that's thicker, closer than a brother. This lady is my friend. I hate to hurt her. No. I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to do some things. But sometimes I look at her face and I have to resist the devil's thoughts.
Because the reason why you are determined to do what you want to do is that you are only thinking about yourself. When you start thinking about others, it may be even against your will. But I have a right to do this. Nobody controls my will. Nobody can arrest me for doing it. All things are permissible. But I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to see you cry. And that is why in marriage, you must have good memories. And the good memories repair the damages that is coming in the future. Amen. I know that what you did hurt me. But I've also had some good times with you. Amen. So let me forget. And let me forgive and forget. Amen. And let's go back to the old place. Can I tell you this? However, there are things you are not in control. There are things you are not in control. And there are things you have no answers for. You remember what I told you and I said it authoritatively. There are things that you don't have control over them. Are you getting it? And I wrote something and I said that there are things only God can do. So don't try to do it. There are things only God knows. So don't try to find and then try to know why it happens. There are things only God understands. So don't try to understand. And there are things only God can explain. So don't try to look for explanation. That, however, in the midst of how I'm talking, some people too went to marriage. They did their best, but at a certain point, the marriage must part. Also, somebody asked me a question. Somebody asked me a question, a very interesting question. And the question was in America. If I marry and my husband beat me and I come to the place to see that from the last beating I can easily lose my life, should I continue to stay in the marriage? So will I cancel such a person to go and stay in the marriage and died? No. I told the lady, get out of the house. Go to what I call separation. And pray to him, his mind changes. And until his mind changes, don't try to go back. You are not divorced, but you are separated. And the reason for separation is that you are trusting God for a change of mind. Because even the prodigal son came back home. So when people come to themselves, they can see they've made a mistake. But until they come to that place, you didn't go to marry to go and die. Well, let me put it in a better way. Let me put it in a better way. For the sake of English language. You didn't enter marriage to be killed. Because it's appointed for a man to die. But God didn't say that you should be killed.
That means that long life and longevity is a will of God. And God expected me to live long and fulfill the purpose of why he brought me to this earth. I didn't say I've come to marry so that you cut my life premature. There are people who have gone to heaven. They've gone there, but they've gone before their time. Because people push them there. That is why I told you that sometimes not all submissive should be obedient. And I explained it yesterday. It's not all submission that should equal to obedient. It means that, and I explained to you that, Daniel was submissive to the king, but to tell me not to pay, pray, I will not obey. That is a difference. She surrendered to the king's authority. He did everything the king said, but not to pray to my God and worship your idol, I will not obey. So I'm submissive, but I will not obey. Don't preach in the name again. We pay tax. We will submit to you, but judge for yourself. Should we obey man or God? So they put them in prison. They submitted themselves to, be, to, to the authorities to put them in prison. But after the prison, when they came back, they went back to preach. It means that I am submitted to you, but I will not obey in the contest when they contradict the word of God. What is the second command I give to you? Thus I have no strange words attached. That is the second commandment. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. <laughs> I love this thing I saw. <laughs> and it really hit me. I didn't even go into details about the scriptures with friendship love. Ah, the Greek word for friendship love is philo. Or philo. It's P-H-I-L-I-O. I couldn't go into details to talk about that one. And then forever love. It's called agape. It comes with a certain virtue. Also, have you noticed something? <laughs> how many, how many fruit, how many fruit of the spirit do we have in the Bible? Nine. Let's go to before I come to Genesis. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 22. Galatians 5:22. But the fruit of the spirit, say that word. Yes. Say it very loud. Yes. <laughs> is it a singular verb or a plural verb? But the fruit of the spirit is what? Wow. Bottom line. This is translation. Amen. The fruit of the spirit are. Ah, then I will understand that all of them are fruit. The fruit of the spirit is nine. So let me tell you something about agape love. In love, you have to find joy. In love, you have to find peace. In love. So, anybody that is not a lover cannot have joy. Peace does not come to people who doesn't work in love. What is another word for long-suffering? Go to the NIV or the New Living Translation. Huh? What is another word for long-suffering? Bottom line. So, don't get confused about long-suffering. It means akoswa kayayu. Nabre, that is what the Bible is talking about. You know, Red Trans say, Long suffering that's so metronium bro and is patient. What is patient? It doesn't mean wait for infinity, it means behave the same way in every situation. Patience is connected to faith, it is what makes faith work. Nobody's faith can manifest without the ingredient of patience. Amen. So it's patient that makes faith work. And what is patient? Symptoms or no symptoms, you believe you are here. And you don't appear like somebody who is sick. It means you are working in patience. And waiting for God's practical manifestation. Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit is our love. Within love is joy. 
We didn't love his peace. We didn't love his patience. Nobody can be kind if they don't, they are, they are, their heart is not full of love. So a man that don't love you cannot be kind to you. A woman that don't love you can never be kind. All this, my brother, my brother, and my friend, and my men, it is all contrary to what I'm reading. What's your concrete? Are you a carpenter? Everybody say goodness. Everybody say faithfulness. What is the next one? Gentleness. Gentleness. And you dressing here. Please spare me this time. Gentleness that some you be what dressing what chin dream you're gonna I wish I have time. Hallelujah. Gentleness is a virtue, it's found in your heart. It means that you deal with people softly and you are not quick to judge. You have time for them, you live with them on sacrificial love. And even though you have the right to judge them, you are giving them room to change and grow. Gentle. Then my my most favorite virtue in love, self-control. Self-control. Oh, oh, girl, you have a slamming. And same be farmer dream. Has anybody visited you for still to run into your mind? Can one man just lift his hand and just and I did family Robert and all of you? Yeah, and to me, pa, oh, no, what is scripture back Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Also, bring some free me so call no one. Self control does not mean you are a robot, you have the power to do it. But for the sake of something, you control yourself. It didn't say God control, it says self. So the way you are praying, God is not going to shower day. Run away. No, there are some of you, that is the problem you make. Let me tell you, that is the problem people make. You are living with a woman in some place, and the devil has come around, and you are praying for strength. Keep praying. Keep praying for strength. Keep praying for strength. No, it's not every prayer you place for strength. You run. Apostle Paul said, when you see it, flee. He didn't say pray for strength. Because if the Holy Ghost even brings the strength, you cannot be strengthened. It's stronger than any strength God can give it to you. So the Bible contains that the God that created the woman and know what he put in them that can affect you. He said, when you come face to face with them, don't pray, flee. I've been out I call the God of Potter City. I call the God of uh, Jubilee Tabernacle. I call the God of House of Prayer. I call them. By the time you know, I call. I call. I call. I call. Somebody, I'm preaching. Stop calling God and remove your shoe. Error. The woman is standing before Joseph naked. And Joseph is standing there. I take authority. 
in the name of my father in the name of the god of abraham where i come from the god of isaac and jacob please come out from your grave strengthen me in this matter the bible said joseph and at that time he was holding joseph's shirt it was called garment current is passing through you oh you are too hypocritic for my teacher do you read the bible it, 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 it can be anybody god taught me this thing 25 years ago don't stay in the midst of where you can fall build spiritual boundary so i will not put somebody's wife with me in a particular place and think that because he's married i can't sleep with her no a lot of people that has entered into sin they never dream it will happen well, and this is what the lord told me let me tell you something if i live in god, god forbid i cover myself with the blood if i live in this girl in the room let's say it's my secretary i travel with her i go and book a hotel room me and her no we are in singapore what is the distance from here to singapore i am going on a preaching assignment i have carried my secretary room 202 room 303 and i'm standing there praying now oh you don't want to hear this i won't tell you. now listen listen by the time the devil bring to a, a man's mind at that situation to sleep with a girl he has already finished with the girl don't blink and ah it can be somebody's wife it means that if I stay with your wife or somebody's wife in a particular room, the two of us are there. By the time Satan tell me, sleep with her. She has already finished with the woman. That is why he came to Eve before he went to Adam. Mm. So by the time she, Jesus Christ. This is what it is. So I can't say he's my daughter, my daughter, he's my daughter, he's my spiritual daughter. But the only way to prevent any evil or the devil to bring it is to build boundaries. And that is why a lot of men are not doing. No boundaries. You travel, you are working, you have some ladies who are working with you, travel with them. You put yourself in the same hotel, you are there. One day I travel with Vicky and Sheila, we're going to preach in Takrade. And then when we were there, Pastor Martins who was there, I got to the room. Then I saw that when I get to the hotel room, the first thing is I survey the hotel room. And then I pray. Because this is what God told me about hotel room. You don't know who slept there before you sleep. So you, tell, you, you, you later make prophetic declaration. I have paid for this room. I'm living here for now. Any spirit that follow anybody to here, I command you never to stay here. As long as I'm here, I'm in charge of the room. You are not going to disturb my sleep. You are not going to link around. No lingering spirit around. You have to get out of this place. I cover this room with the blood of Jesus. Then I see there is a connecting room. It means that this is a hotel room. I am in this room. The hotel is supposed to open from outside. But within my room, without coming out, I can get to another room. So this is the hotel room. This is the room I'm entering. This room, this door also connects to another room. And that is where they are. Let me tell you something that happened to a great man of God that almost destroyed his ministry. He lost a lot of his partners. He was divorced. And when he was, I don't want to mention his name. She was divorced. And he became close to another woman preacher. They were preaching in a particular conference. They were in the same hotel. And when they got up, he got up from his room. The lady also got up from the room. They were on the same floor. And when he met her, he said, oh, wow, you are here. And then he had her hands like this. 
And when he heard this, I said, oh, you are here. I didn't know you were here. Then some reporters were hanging. They took a picture. And it was in the front page. I heard him say, he said, I lost 70% of my partners. And he was an international evangelist. He took the grace of God. The moment I call, I call them. They are here, Vicky and this. They are all married. They are here. And I said, ah, where is Vicky? They say, we are in your nurse room. That is a connecting room. Am I telling lies? So they are there. One of them. It means that to get to Vicky's room, I just have to knock. Vicky. Mine are running stomach. Can you come and help? <laughs> no! Spiritual boundaries. Mama is not there with me. I went there with them. What is Pastor Marty? They say he is from down floor there. I called the water and I said, move the guests down. Please, ladies, thank you very much for coming. I appreciate your coming. Go down. <laughs> Pastor Marty, move up. You, there is nothing about you that will attract me. This guy, nothing. These are not ugly ladies. These are beautiful, attractive ladies. You cannot see them in the name of your anointed. Because I've seen men of God in that situation, they fail. This is what you don't like about me. But I'll tell you the truth. I am telling you that. I call. I say, I was awful. Move up here. Straight. And truly, one day I knew something. I went through that room. Because the rooms are, the doors are two. There is a door from your place. There's a door from his place. When I open my own, it's open. So you don't need the hotel to give you a key. Mm. So for my, uh, 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 I own my dress. Yeah, I call, 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 and I gave it. So I could have knocked and entered Vicky's room. Or maybe, I don't know which one about that Vicky or Sheila. Move down. You are angry. Go back to Accra. <laughs> you have an office. You have a secretary. That is an attractive girl. When your house self is growing and it's not going to saloon and his hair is becoming long, do a send-off party. <laughs> now, especially if you know what your husband can do. It is difficult to live in a man and not have knowledge about the man. You know your husband. You know he's not spiritual. You know when the opportunity comes. No. Even there are some that the woman never thought the men would do it. They did it. It's not in the Bible. Oh, oh, oh. This girl that you picked from Egypt, that he came around the house and he was bathing at the outside. Now, Hagar has grown. Okay? Let me tell you something. If Hagar was some kind of tattered, dirty girl, Abraham would have said, what do you take me for? That you want me to go for this girl? What do you mean, Sarah? The way Sarah is beautiful, that Abraham is afraid that they will kill him for her sake. That Abraham willingly went to Hagar. That ghetto was there. Now, this is the mistake. Whatever way you want to look at it from, now Hagar has grown. Whatever stage at which he pick her from, she can handle his master. And she handled the old man. <laughs> and listen to it. After that, she began to appear like Minu Nyayepe. The Bible says he disrespected her mistress. A woman will not respect you when he has carried what you carry. So, all this thing about, hey, what, what, this, this, this my house girl doesn't respect. Respect who? 
Your husband even told me I'm better than you. Hey. I, I'm telling you what he told again. I'm telling you. It's not word of life. I'm telling you. Yeah. When, when, men, when men are crazy, they talk. And you know they talk. Hmm. I'm telling you. Sure. I'm sure. Holy God can. There are some things the Bible is quiet. But whether the thing happened once or twice, only God can tell. Eh? Eh, 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 anytime Sarah say I'm going to the market and come Abraham say what time will you be back so uh, I'll pass through my friend there he says okay the moment you go hey, hey God, my makeup bra no you have given me the green light now that you have come who is going to charge me for it maybe a lot of things went on that no the Bible couldn't record it look at somebody and say the young shall grow Have no strength. Leave your father. Come back to that scripture. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. I'll read that one. Therefore shall a man. Therefore shall what? Please, can you say very loud that word M-E-N? Say it very loud. Do you believe the word of God? Do you believe it's God's word? Eh? Be careful the way your mother is detecting who you should marry. And be careful the way you consult your parents and all those men they will suffer. Mm. Also, for, nobody go contrary to the word of God and not pay for it later. Bottom line. I am the firstborn of four brothers. I am very close to my mother. I know my mother loves me. I know I am the firstborn. I know I'm the beginning of her strength. Bless God. By God's own orchestration. My wife is closer to my mother than me. Yesterday she was telling me my mother called her. He said, I spoke to Sharijana. She didn't call me. I'm fine. I'm okay. No. She gave her whatever is needs here, medicals, monthly, whatever. Uh, once in a while he comes here, I do shopping for her. But even then, uh, she will know the things to buy. Eh? So I'll buy the thing. Mommy will ask me, did you add this, add that, add that, then add that. Go ahead, add corner beef, add oil, do this. As you one can swap a corner beef, as you know, add it. You say, ah, no, that's it. But she doesn't detect for my house. Because this is the Bible. A man will leave his father and mother, look at the two, and, be, and shall cleave to his wife, not his girlfriend. And the two shall be one. one. Thou shalt have no strength. It means that when you go, don't carry your mother along. The Bible says, leave her. When you move, don't carry your father along. There are people who have come to the marriage, and this is how the marriage looks like. They do as a wife. Do him. Now, me do what she say. Let me cry. And she said, Eh? You are lying on your wife, but your mother is a your father is a lefty. Your mother is a lying man. No, I'm telling you things that are happening spiritually, whether you like it or not. And let me tell some of you here: you have mothers, and some of you have sons. Be careful. One day I told this woman of God, I told her, I dare with his son, and I told him, I said, listen. And he was trying to come out and plead and be lenient. And I have to give her the reason. Mm. 
And I told her, say, don't train this boy only as your son. Mm. In your subconscious, train her as somebody's future husband. So that he will not disgrace you one day. If there is anything my mother did for me that I will forever be grateful to her. She trained me as somebody's future husband. Listen. Even yesterday, she was trying to ask me what I will eat. He has to use his mind. I was raised in a house. You don't say what you eat. It's not in the equation. Now, who eat your money? No. Many years, my mother told me so that when you grow, you won't disturb your, husband, your wife. Because what I want to eat it, I want to eat this, can bring pressure on a woman. Especially if you're a fufu eater. Thank God for neat fufu. But when I was great, there was no neat fufu. You pound. And the beer near your friend, the beer walker. Boom. Oh, oh, one hour walker. This is a bottom line. Leave all the men here. If you want to be sound, don't go contrary to this scripture. I'm not saying don't love your mother, but let don't your mother detect in the house. And all of you that are mothers, one day, don't detect for cuckoo. Don't tell him who you should marry. Don't tell him that you don't love this girl. Train them in the way of, of, of the word of God. Bring them to church. Let them learn the ways of God. Let them learn the righteous way and make decisions for themselves. Even if you bring a girl home and you suspect the girl is not right, you cannot force her and let the girl see that you hate her. Tell her, boy, I've seen something about this girl and if possible, pray about it. Because I can say this and close. Many mother-in-laws has caused harm in a lot of matrimonial homes. And many marriages have been broken. And one day, Jesus will judge them. Because as a result of some of those things, it has interrupted and distorted God's plan. That means that if God made me with this woman to come to the place and build things like Potter City for him, and my mother didn't permit me to marry her, and I want to marry another person, then it has interrupted with God's plan. And the reason is not because I didn't pray to be led. That's why I told you, love is a spirit. When I saw her, I knew that my heart has changed. I knew that I love her. There were so many women around me. There were girls who were come to me with dreams that they saw in a vision that I am their wife. I will leave it with my brother. He knows some of these stories I'm talking about. Many years ago, I went to preach in Cape Coast. I was wearing this shadow green. I had Tony Starch, you know. One girl came and wrote a note. The moment to appear, I had a dream last night. And God said that the man, if he come and is wearing green, that is your future husband. No, I have things like that. A young preacher coming up and things like that. No, there's nothing wrong. But I didn't have any love for them. And they won't force me into prophecy. How am I going to marry you? That I don't love you. I knew better than that. You will not change my destiny with prophecy. But when I saw her, I knew that I fallen in love. Because if you marry somebody you don't love, this is what I learned. And I was very careful about it. That when I saw it, I saw it, I saw it almost 28 years ago I saw it I saw it that I was reading Genesis chapter 49 and I saw the way they finished a wedding and instead of Rachel they brought Leah Jacob still have sex with Leah a boy came out called Ruby 
He continued to have sex with her. She was giving Jacob children. He married Rachel twice. He never married Leah. First wedding, Rachel. They brought Leah. Second wedding after 14 years, Rachel again. This is what I learned. This is what made me be careful to make sure nobody will interrupt me on the person my heart goes for. Because I saw that all the first three children of Leah, Jacob cursed all of them. Then 28 years ago, God taught me that if you don't love a woman, you will not love her children. The woman Rachel gave birth, his name is Joseph. Jacob saw a coat of many colors for the boy. The love he has in the mother was translated to the son. the fact that I, 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 if you love a woman you will love his children yes, naturally it is in the bible i can show you so don't give sex to the man and think that because you give him sex he will love you not every man has sex because of love and let me tell you about authority we don't sometimes we don't have sex because of love we just carry billions of spermatosia looking for a place to offload it if you make yourself available, we offload some of you. We are Zoom lions. That is offloading garbage. This is the bottom line. That is what God created. God put four generations in us. Every man is a career of four generations. I will visit the nucleus of the father upon the children up to the third and the fourth generation. So every man sitting here, you carry four generations. So any evil you do, eh? The curse expires after four generations. Oh, wow. So adultery, childbirth, it expires after four generations. I will visit the iniquities of the father on the children up to the third and the fourth. So it ended at the fourth generation. So I have to be careful because every man here you carry four generations in you. Looking for a place to offload them. If a man doesn't love you, you won't love your children. I'm telling you. If a man, they will pretend they will do it. No wonder some people don't take care of the children they give birth to. If a man doesn't love you, don't force him. You will become a single mother. And you will struggle to raise them up. Truth is temporarily painful, but permanently liberating. May the Lord add his blessing to the preaching of his word. In Jesus' name. First question. Daddy, my name is David Dosseno. Oh, all right, sir. Yeah. In your presentation, mm -hmm. you mentioned that when a man does not love you, mm -hmm. he will definitely not love your children. Mm -hmm. So, assuming. I'm sometimes. A, I use the word sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Assuming I'm a woman. You can even take the sometimes from there, but that's a reality. Yeah, assuming I'm a woman and I realize that the man does not love me. Should, should I continue giving birth to her? Sorry, to him? Why did you even marry her in the first place when you know he didn't love you? Because by the time you talk about giving birth to him, it means that you have graduated from all the levels and you have not come to marriage. Yeah. So, the point I'm trying to make is that if, now the reason I make that point is that there are some of our daughters here. Let me say my daughters. I have, dealt, I have not been in this thing from yesterday. Have been it for some time. I did my first young people's conference in Omega time before even being in power. Sometimes, 
when they fall in love with a guy and they see they are losing the guy they do all kinds of things to maintain the guy ask them in the course of doing all that you know the best thing is that the way this guy is showing he doesn't love me i should let him go it will cause you temporal pain but permanently you'll be fine then try to keep the something permanent that will not work for you in the future because so one guy told me something that shocked me he said papa when i was walking to the water i knew i didn't love her she told me i was shocked i, I asked him he said papa it didn't start from now when i asked her again said she keep telling me that for some reason we should wait for the marriage but i thought that i was afraid i would lose him so i said we should do it So that's the point I'm trying to make it out. Okay. Now that you claim, if you, I can go back to your question again. If I sense a woman, a man doesn't love me, should I give birth for him? Let me also ask you a question. Are you having sex? Because the fact that he doesn't love you, that's only he won't sleep with you. Because there are some of them here, they slept with prostitute before. And after that one, they pay, they never see the lady again. So a man doesn't sleep with you because he loves you. Some can sleep with you because they love you. But if they sleep because they don't love you, then what comes out after? I saw somebody interview a prostitute. And he asked about his son. And he said, I can't tell the father of the son. But accidentally, I saw that I was pregnant. And they said, did you use protection? He said, Yes. And say so what happens is sometimes the condom best. Okay. Okay. And your own, it will best. Bonina Udino, This is the point I'm trying to make. So the point I'm trying to make is that what if you bring it to the point where you are now saying that should I become pregnant for her? Yes. Jacob didn't love Leah, but she was still sleeping with her. Why didn't he run away and say, get away from me, I don't need you, I don't want you. He has had three children with her, but he doesn't love her. At the point, when Reuben went to get the pancreas, and Rachel wanted, he told, he told uh, Leah and Rachel come to Bagin that you have taken my husband. For me to give you the pancreas, then give me my husband for one day. And that one night brought another pregnancy. So a man loves a woman such a way that she will even listen to the woman he loved that if he's bringing another woman. Is the same spirit different from his grandfather? The way Rachel gave Leah back to Jacob, Sarah gave Hagar to Abraham. So to answer your question, it's very big. Sometimes, you see, preaching is such a way that sometimes when we finish preaching, so many things come to your mind but i know you ask this question maybe on behalf of somebody or something but the point i'm trying to make is that some are already in the situation of what i'm preaching but because we can't say because they are there we can't preach it we have to preach it to prevent others from coming there and even those who have already there if they have another opportunity they won't repeat the mistake they make. i'm not too sure if i've answered your question yet yeah, that mm -hmm. you did. Mm -hmm. If I should continue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On the same point mm -hmm. that 
the woman had given birth to three or four or five and they realized that the man still does not love her let me tell and you this back let me tell you so so they won't tell you they don't love you it don't come out of their mouth that i don't love you maybe few of them will go ahead and say it but the actions and everything will show i just told you something that is why i told you that you could see everything you have to have revelation to understand where is the coat of color coat of many colors why did it was given to ruby why wasn't it given to dan and judah why was it given to joseph look at it look at it the joy of even hearing that your son joseph is alive the bible says he leaned on the star when he was going to die he leaned look at the love he adopted different emanese without consulting god and because of the prophetic oil on his life god has to put them in a trap and extract the curse of Reuben, take him out and also took levite so that he can he can put this one to replace them now these are dimensions in the spirit it's not as a natural thing i'm talking it from the spiritual perspective everything i've preached is spiritual so the point i'm trying to make is that a no man will come to tell you but you see it what an f will you do you know having children not taking care of them is a curse it's in the bible if you impregnate a woman you should be responsible however i also know some men who will not love the woman but they will take care of the children and that is when even they are well to do if they have the means if they don't have it so and there are some today have the means but they won't do it and i'm saying that you cannot love a woman and neglect his children if it's a genuine god-given love you take care of the children and sometimes you have to love by faith how do i love by faith it means that my love for my wife can only be based on failing it must be based on faith what is faith it's a practical expression of confidence in god and his word what has god said about me loving my wife husband love your wife so i have to love her because god said that one you have to be spiritual to come to that line if you are kind you can't handle it how many single mothers do we have here who has raised children how many and we are not learning from it some of these girls are listening to me tomorrow one of them will bring a wrong guy we have been preaching this thing in fact there are some of them whilst i'm preaching after that whilst i'm preaching the guy is calling them in fact they are texting he's preaching long but he will close very soon today by the grace of god they have finished preaching we are in question and answers yes next question thank you sir uh, my name is Sajiman. in fact concerning about uh, uh, father and mother-in-laws mm -hmm. sometimes as soon as it is with some of them are very difficult to handle so let assuming they are interfering in your marriage and you continue to talk and they still insist and maybe you send them to court to the court will rule that the send father, them to where? court the court rule that maybe the father or the mother should stop interfering is this a sin or because you have you have tried your best you have done your best uh, give me another microphone <laughs> give me another mic can i have another mic this question i'll let the lawyer answer it can you take somebody to court like that you have to explain i haven't experienced that i'm not aware let, i want to use myself as example let assuming me and my wife we are we are there what is trying to say that he has never experienced such a thing in court oh, okay. what will be your evidence 
And why are you going to court? <laughs> you don't need court to handle this one. Mommy, this is the girl I love. I don't like her. I didn't say like her. I said I like her. It's simple. Now, listen. It is better to even take if they become hard. Because some of them, when they are not spiritual, they go to the angle I call witchcraft. Not to say they are witch, but the way they are behaving is a symptom. And me, what means me? When I come, how would you know? <laughs> Number two, they come with all kinds of things. The word I have to is that you have to be fair and you have to stand and let your mother know that this is the scripture. I'm not saying neglect her, I'm taking very good care of my mother. Also, I wish I would read the stories we were talking about this after, but it's long. They were living in harmony in America. In summarization, they were fine. Young marriage. And the girl has saved some money before he married the guy. And the guy said, the girl's mother is here. The girl's father filed for the girl to come to America. The father died. He and his sister, the sister has married. She wants to marry this guy. And I think that from the way the story is, he helped the guy to come to abroad. And about Peniku filed for the girl, the boy's mother. So the boy put pressure on her. He took some money he saved, and they filed for the girl's mother, the boy's mother, to come and live with them. According to her, the moment the woman came to the house, everything started changing. Now he was managing it through prayer, and he said, according to your teaching. One day, my, my, my husband, I was going to drop my mother-in-law because he was doing some small, small work in America. And my mother-in-law left his phone. He said he has done it three times. Normally, when he leaves his phone, I come and put it in his bedroom. But on the third day, I heard a voice say, take the phone and go to Hossa. So when he went to Hossa, he started screwing. The first thing he realized is that there was a lot of voice message. You know, people record the same. And he saw his sister-in-law, two of them in Ghana. So he pressed one of them. And all the messages were about doing something, consult this person to make sure that this girl leaves the house. Watch this. A man will leave his father and mother. They, he brought his parents. One day, then one of the messages said, I am even forcing your brother to come to Ghana. I've already forced him. And he has agreed. When he comes, do this and do this and make sure when he comes, by the time he comes back, the marriage is not working. She wants to put the phone down. The next day, his husband came and said, I'm going back to Ghana. Based on the information, I said, don't go. He became a quarry. He got angry before he knew the husband has left for Ghana. He said, I knew that it's not going to be all right. By the time my husband came, he said that, when I went as I learned I've impregnated somebody. So I'm not interested in this marriage again. With our young child boy, give me divorce. Say, I should give you divorce. One day, he was standing with the husband. I told the pastors. Then the husband came back when he was cooking and said that, if you don't give me divorce, I'll kill myself. And the girl, as he just took the knife he's using to slide, yeah, and gave it to him. Kill yourself. Say, you want to kill yourself? And the guy got angry. The situation demands that she wanted me to respond. So I gave the phone number to Pastor Martin and Mommy. And I told them, I said, get some of our representatives in America 
Let's give this lady attention immediately because she has even nobody to talk to. And the girl, the boy has gone to see a lawyer. Now, she was a very well-to-do girl with investment and savings. He has used all the money on this guy and his family. And now he said that when he got pregnant, he was going to deliver. The delivery was so hard that it affected his, his working. So for seven months, he couldn't work. And he just got a job yesterday and he started a job. Because the way things are going, the guy is making lawyers right. He said, now the situation is, I leave the house. Okay. Now the boy said, you can leave, but leave my son here. I said, how can I leave this, my son, for you and your mother? And another woman you are bringing that I don't know. Already I see the way your mother even treating my little boy while I'm here. What about if I leave him? But now they are threatening. And because the guy doesn't have the money for another lawyer to write. Now who caused some? They were fine until this mother came in. She will, she will pay for it to her grave. And that's why I'm telling you that God told me I would deal with all mothers who have interrupted with my plan. So you, when they want to become a mother, learn it from what I'm teaching you today. Be careful. You don't manipulate your son's So, there is no need for you to go to court. You just have to be fair. Period. A man will leave his father and mother. Africa, this is the problem. The white people, eh, you don't even visit your child without a, a, a pre-notice. The structure is working. I'm not saying, mommy, don't come. But they call. Can I visit you? I saw something beautiful when I went to America. Do you know in America, eh? this is your daughter. This is her children, mister. They always leave inheritance for their grandchildren. It's like a norm. Even the white people who are not Christian, they don't interfere. They can only show symptoms of racism, but they don't interfere with their children's marriage. There's too much interference. Some of them is undercurrent. They will not let you know. They are laughing with you but they are giving their son bad advice. Will you marry your son? And the sad thing is that this woman doing this thing to this guy has two daughters in Ghana. So most times, the thing you are going through is because of the way your mother is treating somebody's daughter. Let's pray another prayer in another dimension. A, a stick is to touchy is to burn. Google it. This is the bottom line. Amen and amen. So, Benny, I don't think any court matter must come in. And how would even the court rule this thing with an evidence? No. I'm going to marry my wife. My mother cannot intervene. My mother cannot act anything. I don't have that kind of mother. But if I have one, she will even die. There is nobody in my family who can lift his hand on my wife. Not my brothers. My junior brothers, they, they call me their, their father. They will even try. Not cousins. I will bury you alive. <laughs> Nobody would dare it. I don't think. I am too rough to try that. Last question. Thank you. Also, do you have something online? Yes, sir. Okay. Daddy, mm -hmm. I'm divorced, mm. but I want my wife back. Mm. She has told me to move on. But I'm finding it very difficult. 
Should I move on, Daddy? Even though I love her very much. So, how did the divorce came on? I think your guess is as good as mine. Eh? Wow. Well, I want them to give us the question and if possible go to the details what I don't like about most of your question is that um, you don't go into details about the question the way you have left this question hanging it is very difficult I will try and answer it though but I wish you tell me the details about how you got divorced and if, if I don't want to know how you got divorced, who initiated the divorce? Is it you or the guy? It means that if you are the one who initiated the divorce, eh, I got it. If you are the one who initiated the divorce, then now you are coming back to come and beg. This is a problem I will tell you about a woman. Okay. If you marry this girl, she's living with you, she loves you. Let me tell you how God created woman. You divorce her. After you divorce her, even the way you treat her, you was not happy. You have gone. Then she comes to meet this man. And now his heart has gone into this man. They have, they have got into a certain anger. And you are coming back. So, you see, that's what I'm telling you. The question is some way. Are you getting it? I have to answer in a way that will do justice to the girl. Because you are the one who has said your side. I have not heard from the girl's side. So there are questions I will not attempt to answer it until you give me the details. Because sometimes eh, they hide behind things and if you go and answer that question, you will cause a lot of problems and if you don't take it, you confuse a lot of people. Who causes the divorce? Okay, if it's the guy that causes the divorce, what led to the divorce? So we must come to the, now you are coming back. What has changed that now you are coming back? Mm -hmm. We need a lot of details. Mm -hmm. No, never. Hallelujah. This thing changed my mind. And what I wrote from Jesmeria, let me know that. Then I, 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 I his, the title was pastor's wives. And I said, this might be the reason why a lot of pastors has forced their wife to do things that God didn't ask them to do. He said that the anointing on any pastor's wife is stronger than the pastor. Mm. Because number one, she is anointed to minister to the one who ministers to the congregation. Wow. Number two, she might not preach in church, but he preaches to your preacher. Oh, this is good, eh? She might not be celebrated in church, but she makes the one you celebrated to be celebrated. As of it's powerful. She may not lay hands on you, but she lay hands on the one who prays for you. It's me, but you lay hands on me, so I'm saying I'm about. Hey, and I'm mean, following another power two times. Pardon me, sorry. Uh, and the certain is that 
that folly and other power there is only an usher to support you. Upa Hose, come now, the hope. You are sorry, the man, now the hope. Receive grace. She may not give you the shoulder to cry on, but she is the shoulder of the one who you cry to. Honor this woman. Honor. And I love this one. This one there is for this house. This one is for this house. She may not prophesy to you, but she prophesies to your prophet. Chai. Kazivizi Atoya. Reketeke animitis. Finally, the battle has ended. A congregation that hates their mother, they are going nowhere. Based on this point. Celebrated. Amen. If she confuses me, I can't preach what I'm preaching. She may not prophesy to you. But she prophesied to your prophet. Ah! Sunday. After worship, there was a ministration. They lay hands on me. I didn't fall. I was carried by Makoteke Abayos. And I told you the certain is that there's no usher there to intervene. Richard cannot be in that situation. <laughs> I love it. Amen. Last question, then I close. Any question from online? Yes, sir. <laughs> Daddy, as a young man who is doing quite well for himself, okay. what should I do since all the women I try to propose, they keep rejecting me? You are not smart. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I've already answered that question a long time. You are not smart. Listen, I saw this lady at church. When I saw her, it was Easter convention. I was preaching. She was coming. Something hit me. James Nanjo was one of the guys, David Entry. And then Emmanuel Eni has just come from the Bible. So I called him and said, Charlie, who gave you her? Because we're all praying. James has got there. I'm sick. And then James said that, Nana, I've seen this usher guy who is always working with him. Hey, but I'm not too sure. But you wait, give me two days, I'll do investigation. <laughs> so James Nanjo came back and said, he, he spoke to the guy. He looks as if the guy is not a serious guy. She's just a bodyguard. He's not really. Uh, so and James said, if he's there, let's break his shoulder and just overtake. Okay. So I preached, I lay hands on her. She fell under the power. And I told the officers to tell her when we wake up, she will meet me at the vestry after church. And that one is called authority. Look at how it's authority. Authority. Amen. And uh, in the midst of the consultation, uh, she became friends. Where do you? And then we became friends, started visiting and everything. But I didn't propose. She was making, you know, the normal tray, 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 and that. But at the point, she was just a quiet young lady. So the thing was boiling. Then, I was celebrating my birthday 
there was a friend you remember that Abednego you went there Bawe uh, what the name of the man so fat red man used to work with Antrak yeah the man did a birthday party he said I will do a birthday party for you so he sponsored the birthday party so I invited her yes, so I told her that oh this man is doing a birthday party for me will you come uh, yes and then she agreed to come so I borrow a pastor's friend's car because my car broke down so pastor David read Opel cadet it was two doors so pastor David offered that oh so I told pastor David that there's this guy and so, so I went to pick her and then we went to the party all this was like friend like pastor congregation she she wear trousers remember i, I remember the trousers it's it's a uh, it's like it's like green wish it's like your color bizarre trousers yes and a white top so we had a party there were all kinds of girls when i went there uh, on the high table she also they also brought her uh, he even said you doesn't want to sit there but the one later one pastor and then that then after the birthday we have closed so i have to go and see her off i'm answering the guy's question when i go to their house i ask her can you can i can you give me a hug if you hear things like i don't give men hug it means i didn't a new baby as you do you have to back off so this guy that they are bouncing is not smart and she gave the heart and I said thank you for coming to the engagement with me the next day I fired and part it took when I say fire, I just came and said that do you know that you are the future uh, of my children's mother and that's all and, 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 me chat you up in the fire I knew it. At that time, I've gotten close and that. Don't propose from a distance. You have to work on them. It means that it is still at the knee level. Then I start with the ankle, come to the knee, then the waist, then it will become a water to swim in. Once you come to the place of swimming, you can tell. So, boy, be smart. Daddy, you said every woman needs a father in a marriage mm. and not a husband no i didn't say that okay no i didn't say that please so okay. let me correct the person i didn't say that i even get a practical demonstration i say women don't stop having fathers uh-huh. so you don't only see your wife as a wife you have to also father her and it's a whole message but i cut it pretty much i can preach it as a whole message and practically I said that that's why in the wedding it's not a show when they say that who give this bride into marriage and you see the father coming back with the wife and so that this father is saying that I have ended fathering her and I'm handing her over to another father but let's, let's hear the question okay mm-hmm. how can those of us who didn't grow up with a father's love heal from the trauma and make our relationships work as all my relationships are failing. Be spiritual. You see, it is one thing. I'm going to talk about it in the next commandment. Some of you have made the failure a badge. And there is no working out to come out of it. And all your confession is what is in the past. 
and you are not working anything for the new future. Because you can't walk out of your, you can't get to your Canaan until you walk out of your Egypt. So the only way to get to your future is to walk out of your past. And the father, so if you, you, and I want to tell her that you are not the only one who didn't have a father care. I'm preaching by the grace of God. I am not a bad father by every standard. I think my wife can tell. I am not the best, but I am not doing too bad. And I am still asking for room for improvement. My children can tell that I'm not a bad father. But I didn't have that care. I didn't have any father raise me. But that doesn't give me the excuse to be a bad father. And that doesn't be the excuse for me to have my marriage not work. Because my father is not me. So, thank God that your marriage didn't work. There are people whose first marriage didn't work. But the second one is working marvelously. Marvelously. So, walk out of your past. And if you ask me, those of you who didn't have a father care and all kinds of things, go and learn how to, how to work out of it. What was the question, crowd? What do we do? Those of you who didn't want to have father is care. You are not going to have it. There's nothing you can do about the past. Should we go and bring your father to come and give you care? You have left that stage. So put it behind you and move forward. God bless you. Then stand to your feet. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box GP21421, Accra. Telephone plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.